Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. KFI AM640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. I'm Doug McIntyre, in for John and Ken, and I guess I'm in for John and Ken until, I guess, on Tuesday it becomes the John Cobalt Show, right? Yep. So uh, if you missed yesterday's uh, farewell to Ken after his amazing career, you can find that on the iHeartRadio app which you should be listening to anyway, online at KFIAM640.com forward slash listen. And I'll be with you till 4 o'clock today. Deborah Mark over there, Ed Nelson behind the board. And it is the first day of Hanukkah. And, of course, this Hanukkah and this uh, holiday season is uh, caught up, of course, in the horrific post-October 7th events uh, of the attacks in, in Israel. And uh, how ironic we're talking about it on the 82nd anniversary of Pearl Harbor Day, uh, because these dates are the ones that are etched forever in culture's history. Uh, December 7, 1941, uh, 9-11, obviously, is another one. And uh, October 7th uh, for Israelis and for Jews and for basically Western civilization will always be remembered. And the uh, the ripple effect is amazing, including, and we'll get to this in greater detail later on, the state of California has an official tree lighting ceremony every year up in Sacramento. Everybody does this, right? They have an official tree lighting ceremony. Malls have one. But we canceled our, we didn't cancel it. We made it a virtual event and and up, uh, pre-recorded. And then you could download the tree lighting in Sacramento because uh, the fears of protesters and, and possible violence. Uh, so this is also true for people who would put up Hanukkah menorahs. 
uh, and any kind of overt symbolism uh, of Judaism. And, and there are certainly people who are anti-Muslim uh, and anti-Palestinian as well. But it's, a, it's just fraught with, uh, with baggage this year. And of course, as we speak, uh, Hanukkah is being celebrated in Israel and the war continues. And to give us the very latest on what's actually taking place on the ground, uh, it, it's a pleasure to welcome back to the show Jordana Miller. Jordana, how are you? I'm okay. It's the first night of Hanukkah here, but um, you know it doesn't doesn't feel as light and joyous as it usually does. Obviously, um, it feels like you know there's so much heaviness here, and then we're trying, we're lighting a candle and hoping you know it it'll sustain a little bit of light. Um, there were some nice. Uh, montages on the Israeli news tonight of some of the hostages, you know, with their families lighting the lighting the first night, uh, you know, the uh, Hanukkah with their families. And that was nice. Um, but, you know, we're in the middle of a war <laughs> and it is, it is very difficult. Well, very it's, difficult. There's, it, mm-hmm. it's been true for time immemorial that when these, uh, horrific tragedies and and uh, periods of war that uh, come all too frequently, and, and we're kind of we're torn in two directions because it's a very sobering reality, and yet the human spirit needs these celebrations in order to keep going. And we did it through World War II. We did it through, you know, the Civil War. In fact, the Thanksgiving holiday in America, of course, was born uh, of a, a proclamation from Abraham Lincoln during the Civil War, when we, when every death was an American death, and it was horrific. Uh, but it definitely, uh, as I mentioned in my preamble uh, to this hour, even here in the states, we're we're seeing a ripple effect uh, where people are reluctant to put up menorahs. People, uh, state the state of California didn't want to have a live Christmas tree lighting for fear of protests and possible Crazy. violence. Yeah, yeah. I have to say, I am just disgusted and shocked by some of the stuff that's going on in the United States, you know, the anti-Semitism, young kids chanting, you know, from the river to the sea, and they don't even know what it means. Right. I mean, you know, that chant essentially means, you know, no Israel, throw the Jews in the sea. You know, it's, it is, um, and they think they're supporting, you know, that they're very liberal. And this is a, a kind of progressive um, view when it is so hateful, you know. Well, and, there um, are there are real consequences, know, I mean, Jordana. As you know, there are real consequences to uh, being historically ignorant, and uh, and this is one of them. Yep. Uh, and 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 trying to uh, divine. Uh, positions based on memes as opposed to actual knowledge. We are talking with Jordana Miller, ABC News correspondent in Jerusalem. Uh, can you give us the latest on the actual events on the ground? Obviously, the war continues, and I'm particularly fascinated by the reports that the IDF is considering uh, the brought in giant pumps, according to British media anyway, to uh, flood some of the, ter- not some of, all of the terrorist tunnels and bring the terrorists above ground, Hamas above ground. Well, so first on the ground, there's intense fighting now in southern Gaza in Khan Yunus, which is the large, the second largest city, but the 
largest Hamas stronghold. Uh, and that is going to be uh, weeks and weeks of intense, you know, urban warfare. Um, you know, Hamas has fighters and tunnels and, you know, weapons, uh, weapons stored all over. And it's going to be a very um, challenging battle there. Also, because so many civilians are just to the east of Khan Yunus, because Israel asked and many Gazans, you know, you know, came and traveled south from the north to the south. Um, and left Gaza City, which was the first uh, arena of Israel's war. Um, there's still a lot of fighting going on as well in the Jabalia refugee camp, the Shazaya neighborhood in central uh, Gaza. Um, so, you know, the Israeli army spokesman describes it as really the most intense combat since the war started. Uh, and we've seen the death toll on the Israeli side just sore in the last few days, you know, 10, 12, 15 soldiers have died in 48 hours, which compared to the first part of the war is quite a lot. Um, and the former head of the Israeli army, uh, Gadi Eisenkot, who's currently one of the generals in the war cabinet, his son was killed today in Gaza. So it's also kind of a national tragedy. Right. Um, so, uh, and on the question of the water, seawater being pumped into the tunnels, um, that story originally, yeah, it was originally reported by the Wall Street Journal, actually. And there, there are, you know, there are photographs and it looks like um, tubes from the sea going in, into, uh, but it's mostly now at the Al-Shafi refugee camp, which is in northern Gaza, where they, they don't believe there are, any of the hostages and it looks like Israel appears to be, they will use seawater, but it won't be the only method they'll use to destroy the tunnels. Okay. Got it. Jordana, thank you so much for being with us. Appreciate it. Jordana Miller, ABC news correspondent in Jerusalem, stay safe. And we certainly pray for some kind of a, better resolution to this horrific situation and as i said it's got a long yeah, tail really. yeah absolutely it's got a long tail we're going to deal with this later on the christmas tree lighting ceremony in california at the state tree which i didn't even know we had i'm not gonna it's not like you know it's like the grove has a christmas tree right we got a christmas tree but the fact that the long tail of this war the terrorist attack of october 7th and and the horrific loss of civilian life on the palestinian side obviously, as well as the uh, the many Israelis who were murdered, uh, has produced this this uh, schism in, in America that uh, the, the lighting of the tree at uh, Rockefeller Center required a cauldron of uh, uh, of uh, NYPD in order to keep protesters from disrupting that ceremony. Uh, so it's it's very tense times, to say the least. Uh, here at KFI, by the way, uh, yesterday uh, we had quite an event, the uh, farewell broadcast of Ken Shampoo after so many, many incredible years uh, with John. And uh, I'm, I'm proud to be in for them uh, and now. And the show, of course, on Tuesday of next week will officially become the John Cobalt Show. And one of the things that's most amazing about their incredible career is that these guys left uh, their partnership after all these years voluntarily and as real friends. And I can't tell you, I worked in this business a long time, how 
really astonishing that is because if you do this every day with partners, you end up having bickering fights like a married couple or something like that. I mean, for you know, I, I mean, Deborah Mark hasn't spoken to me <laughs> now uh, since since the elevator, right? That's I, I right. mean, I don't know how things went so bad so fast, but uh, just happens. It does happen. In fact, she said, "I'll talk to you on the air only." Off the air, eyes averted. But I mean, it really is. A, 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 and you got a sense listening to it. I listened to the whole thing, the whole show yesterday. You really got that sense of the real friendship and camaraderie and respect and affection that uh, Ken enjoyed. And I will tell the story. I told it to John last time I saw him. That when I was at the other station across town, I actually had to stop. Their, their brilliance cost them a listener. And the listener was me because I listen every day. But I had to stop listening because I was just absorbing what they were doing and I wasn't even aware of it. I remember one time doing the morning show over there and I and I called some hack a spokeshole. I actually said it out loud. And I said, I can't use that word. That's John and Ken's word. I can't say that on the air over here. And then I realized I can't listen anymore because I was just I was just starting to pull it into my DNA as a broadcaster. So anyway, uh, I, I applaud that amazing career. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. Speaking of amazing careers, one of the cultural giants of the 20th and into the 21st century and beyond uh, died at the incredible age of 101 years of age. And he was a dynamo to the very end. And of course, we're, we're, we're talking you know, about Norman Lear. And uh, joining us in just a bit is an old buddy. He is a writer, producer. Uh, he worked, uh, well, he worked on Archie Bunker's place. He was writing Archie Bunker, worked with Norman Lear for five years. His name is Fred Rubin. He's going to join us in just a bit. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Tips Ahoy! Americans are not happy about getting hit up for tips pretty much everywhere. You're going up for surgery, you're going to have to hit the tip jar. Otherwise, the anesthesiologist. You know what I'm saying? You want a little extra gas? You better put something in the tip box. Uh, one of the great giants of uh, culture, of American culture, passed away, as you know, Norman Lear at 101. And it's easy to say, okay, he lived a long life. Uh, let's put that life into context. If you are uh, younger than the all-in-the-family generation, then you take for granted... Uh, the freedom of people in television and film to say and talk about issues across the board, whatever the issues are. That was not the case before Norman Lear. To say that he was a pioneer, I mean, he was old enough, he was actually almost an actual pioneer. But I mean, he was truly a game changer for the pop culture, especially in the age of mass communication. Uh, All in a Family was a, was a radical departure from Father Knows Best and Leave it to Beaver, where the most controversial issues were discussed in a comedic fashion, but with a real sense of reality. And by the way, he had the intellectual and moral integrity to allow really both sides to have their say, because Archie was became a cultural icon to millions of Americans. I'm not sure that was the original intention, but when it when he became sort of a spokesperson for the blue collar kind of guy. Uh, they didn't back away from that, while Mike Stivick and the others might have made the argument for the liberal position. Gentleman who's with us right now uh, wrote for Archie Bunker. He was uh, one of the writer-producers of Archie Bunker's Place. He worked with Norman Lear for five years. It's a pleasure to welcome uh, Fred Rubin. Fred, thanks so much for being with us today. 
Well, thanks. Thanks for having me, Doug. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here, and uh, um, I, I welcome the opportunity to talk a little bit about Norman and, and what he did. I want to get to Norman's patriotism before we wrap here, because that's a big part of his life, and I know that it meant a lot to you. Uh, but first I want to ask you, because you literally wrote one of the most memorable episodes, you co-wrote one of the most me memorable episodes in the history of television, which was Archie alone after Edith, but the death of Edith Bunker, basically, where the yes. whole country wept. I mean, really wept. I mean, this might sound crazy to folks, but... But Archie and Edith were family to America, even people who didn't share their politics. Could you talk to us about that character and what it was that made that character resonate so deeply with America? Now, are you referring to uh, Archie or Edith? Well, both of or, them, really. Well, uh, yeah, I think that, that um, uh, as you know, the language that Archie used had never been used on television any time before the reality of who he was the realness of who that character was 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 astonishing and uh, and yet at the same time i think what made the show so popular and made the character so popular is every american had somebody like that in their family whether you were liberal or whether you were conservative everybody knew somebody like archie bunker and in fact I think Archie Bunker became the literal catchphrase for people like him. Um, and, and I think one of the reasons the show was so successful was because um, of the similarity between Archie and, and somebody in everybody's family. And, and one of the great things about it was um, Norman um, allowed, allowed it to show both sides, uh, not only the Archie character, but the Mike and Gloria character, which represented all the liberals in the country. So people love the show because of Archie, and people love the show because of Mike and Gloria. And Edith was just this lovely, real, caring, beautiful, lovable human being who put up with Archie and put up with Mike and Gloria. And, uh, and people love the show because of her, too. Well, one of the things that uh, when you look at it, even at this late date, that just jumps uh, on the, onto the screen is the humanity of these characters and, and, and the complexity of Archie Bunker, who had all these hard opinions and harsh attitudes about life. And yet there was a real beating heart under all of that. And I think that came across. Part of that was the genius of Carol O'Connor's uh, nuanced performance. But a lot of it was in the writing and the vision for the show. Well, yeah, I think that uh, the uh, the original creation of that show, um, they put a lot of thought into who those characters would be. And I, I think it's important. To, it's not often mentioned. That was another series from England. Um, it, it originally had been another series called Steptoe and Son, and that uh, Norman had the wherewithal and the foresight to to pick up that series and transpose it to America and 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 um, give it true American characters that everybody could relate to. But, uh, of course, uh, the acting of Carol O'Connor and Gene Stapleton was one of the things that made it so, so exceptional. 
We're, ta um, we're talking with Fred Rubin, who is a writer-producer on Archie Bunker's Place, worked with Norman Lear for five years. You know, the irony is, is that I don't think the show could be done today. I don't think Network would put it on the air because we've gone in the opposite direction uh, in, in, in an attempt to undo the sort of Archie Bunkerism of the universe. We've actually kind of scrubbed TV of of this kind of a balanced, nuanced discussion. Uh, Fred, before we uh, wrap, I wanted to ask you to talk about Norman's patriotism because you worked with him on the People for the American Way as well. And uh, he really was an old-school patriot who really put his money where his mouth was. Uh, absolutely. I, I was actually at the rally. Uh, it was a gigantic rally when he formed People for the American Way. And it was it was pretty... Um, it was pretty radical in its way, um, but uh, he formed this organization that was really, I think, important to all Americans because it, it championed free speech and it championed the kinds of um, positive things that America is known for. And um, it was, I think, it made it, uh, for me, uh, another exciting reason to work uh, for the Norman Lear organization because uh, he he was political as well, outspoken, and he often had the views that his characters had as well, as well as the people that worked for him. He was um, he was a, an amazing human being. Oh, Fred, thanks so much for your uh, recollections and your experience. We appreciate it. Fred Rubin, uh, who uh, worked on Archie Bunker's place. When we come back. Tips ahoy. We're getting sick of tipping everybody everywhere. And may I invite you this Saturday, as in Saturday, from noon to 2, I'll be at David K. Books from noon to 2 p.m. right on Ventura Boulevard between Shoop and Fallbrook under their big yellow sign signing my book, Frank Shadow, which is also available at Barnes & Noble and Amazon. But if you'd like to come out and say hello, I'd love to see you. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here.
With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Online at KFIAM640.com forward slash listen. Uh, coming up, I want to know where my invitation was to this Hollywood uh, a holiday party. Uh, it is holiday party season. And those of you who are actually going to an office Christmas party, beware. Many a career has gone up like the Hindenburg uh, at a holiday Christmas party. <laughs> so we'll get into that in just a bit. Um, if you've been out and uh, have you done any shopping at all, uh, Deborah? Have you shopped? Uh, I have. You've done some holiday shopping. Have you left a tip? No. Have you gone to Nordstrom's and left a tip no. for the folks? No, at, no, no. You cheap. You I know. am I unbelievable. Am. Right? Unbelievable. Ed, have you uh, done any holiday? Did you get that Raiders Christmas hat uh, as a gift, or did you pay for that? You know what? I had this uh, for a couple of years. Okay. So this has uh, been in the closet. But I've done a little bit of Christmas shopping so far. Yeah, absolutely. Have you been uh, generous? Have you been like Santa with the tip uh, tip jar? Uh, I'll take that as a no. I'll take that <laughs> as a no. And I know Bellio's not tipping anybody. No. Uh, and here's the reason I bring this up. Because as you know, in the last... Co and I, this is like a post-COVID thing or a COVID into one of the many things that blew up during COVID. It's like technology meets Dr. Fauci. You know, it's like a, a perfect storm of things coming at us where all of a sudden it's pretty much wherever you go now. If you're paying with a credit card, they they turn that screen towards you. Uh, and after you've tapped your card or you've swiped it, uh, they offer you the opportunity to leave a tip. And uh, there's no tip. And then there's 10 percent, 15 percent, 20 percent or a custom. All right. And uh, the Pew Research people say we hate it. That we absolutely hate it. We don't like it. Two-thirds of Americans are saying fooey on this. Bank rate came up with the same thing. They did a survey. Two-thirds of Americans had a negative view of tipping. I think we should get rid of tipping altogether. Well, you want to go live in Europe? Yes. While about one-third felt that tipping culture was out of control. You know, when I first, by the way, a couple of examples of this. This one guy, Ted Rossman, is a senior industry analyst at Bankrate. He said he was uh, at Newark Liberty International Airport, which has already drawn a short straw. 
in life. Uh, trust me on that one. Uh, you fly Spirit to Newark, and you're having a bad day. All right. But anyway, he's at Newark's Liberty International Airport, and he was taken aback when he was asked to tip at a pick-your-own strawberry farm. No, wait, that's not at the airport. This was a self-serve checkout station. The self-serve checkout station was offering him the opportunity to tip the self-serve machine, I guess. And then he was also asked to tip at a pick-your-own strawberry farm. You're doing all the labor. Uh, well, this is like, you know, being asked to tip at Ralph's. You're, you're, you're uh, checking out your own groceries and bagging them, and then what, you're going to leave a tip? How come we don't get tips for talking on the radio? Oh, wait a second. You haven't been tipped? Oh, I haven't. You have? Uh, well, I've got a... Uh, okay, I'm sending Robin an email right a, now. I've got a Vimeo thing going on the side here. Uh, anyway, so, uh, you know when this started creeping in is a few years back, it's quite a few years ago now, when all of a sudden the uh, housekeeping staff at uh, the Days Inn and the Red Roof Inn uh, somehow got the word out that we're supposed to leave a couple of bucks for every night that you stay in some flop house. And, and at first, I thought, that's ridiculous. It's not my job to pay this. I mean, I'm paying the salary of these people through the room rates, right? That's the, that's the concept, is that you go into a store and you pay the freight, and eventually you're going to be paying the salary of the people who work there anyway, because that's baked into the price of the products. But for some reason, the hotel, well, we know the reason because they hired a lot of people in the country illegally and they could basically drop a dime on the INS or ICE or whatever it is called this week and, uh, and threaten people. So they wanted the, the basically cash tips left on the dresser or wherever you want to leave it in the rooms on your way out the door. So uh, after grousing about it, then I started doing it. Now, I usually leave three to five bucks for every night. And by the way, if I inexplicably end up staying in some upscale place that's really expensive, in other words, I went to New York because <laughs> there is no cheap place. I'm going to tell you an honest God true story. I went to New York about 10 years ago, and for whatever reason, everything was $700 a night. I mean, <laughs> unless I wanted to stay out in Jackson Heights, Queens or someplace, everything was $700 a night, and I just refused to do it. So I checked in. <laughs> I've been laughing now thinking about this. I checked into the YMCA. I got a room at the YMCA. You this did is, not. This is like less than 10 years ago. I got a room because I just, it was just pure stubbornness. My wife got so mad at me when she found out. And of course, when you're now, now you're in basically a hostel with a bunch of Dutch tourists, you know, college kids with backpacks and bongs. So uh, I'm at the YMCA and there's about five inches between the bottom of the door and the floor. So there was so much light. It's like sleeping in a prison cell where they keep the lights on in the hallway. There's no way I was going to sleep. I went across the street to a, a Target that was open all night, <laughs> and I bought two pillows and a blanket because they also have the blanket at the YMCA. Uh, and here, I'm leaving out the most important thing. The YMCA was $115 a night. For what? The YMCA <laughs> to stay at the Y. This is 10 years ago. It was $115 a night. But all the hotels, anywhere near where I wanted to stay in New York was $700 a night. So anyway, I digress. The point is, you're staying in a place where it's staggeringly expensive. Are you going to really leave $3, three stinking dollars? You can't even get a Starbucks for that. So inevitably, I end up dropping more than that if I'm staying in one of these places. But now it's everywhere. I mean, it doesn't matter where you go. Every place you go, there's the, 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 the machine. And now it's totally on you because the person who is spinning the screen and asking you to tip them, it's them.
It's like, what are you going to hit? No tip? I and, do. And, Oh, you are, I do. You are it's cold. embarassing. I You're do. Cold. But you know, wow. come on. I tip when it's appropriate to tip, even though I, I I have my own feelings about tipping, as you probably can realize what they are. But I hate that when then they they stand there and they're waiting to see what you tip. Okay, Deborah, let me remind you something. Okay, uh, when you take an Uber or a Lyft mm -hmm. and you rate the driver, yeah. Now the driver can rate you. I know. All right. And this is the other this is the other downside of the digital universe that we live in. So all of these little tip opportunities that they're lovingly presenting to us, it's a two-way street. So the next time you call your hairdresser for an appointment at the last minute, the next time you're trying to get a rideshare to come and pick you up because you had too much at the KFI Christmas party and you can't figure out where you parked your car. All right. Good luck getting somebody to pick you up because the words on the street, Deborah Mark, not a tipper. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. The repercussions are huge. We'll be talking more about that later on. I'm Doug McIntyre in for John and Ken. And next hour, I'm going to throw out the topic of why do you hate electric cars? Some of you hate electric cars the way other people hate oil and gas. And it's really weird to me that people actually have Real hatred for inanimate objects, for commodities. But we'll get into that in just a bit. also want to remind you again, this Saturday, I'm going to be at David K. Books in Woodland Hills, right on Ventura Boulevard between Shoop and Fallbrook from noon to 2 p.m. signing my novel, Frank Shadow. And I would love to see you all out there. If you want to come on out and say hello, uh, that would be a lovely thing. It makes a lovely gift, by the way. And feel free to buy in bulk. We have to tip you? Uh, ideally, yes. Uh, so... This being the holiday season, the first day of Hanukkah, and we're going to go into Christmas parties or office parties, and that's always fraught with trouble. Uh, but it doesn't necessarily have to be. Well, here's the as a general rule, booze and work don't go great together. And I saw this story a couple, actually, it's more than a couple weeks ago in the paper and said, well, I'm saving this for KFI. Uh, I love this headline alone tells you everything you want to know. Uh, suit claims work event led to sex and vomiting. <laughs> I don't know. Where's my invitation, right? Uh, here's the lead paragraph. A company potluck for employees of a San Pedro, or is it San Pedro? I've been here 40 years. I, I should Pedro. know that. Yeah. Uh, Taco Bell turned into a boozy bash with one worker having sex with his wife in front of spectators and another vomiting into a guacamole bowl. Now, I don't know how this doesn't sound like any day of the week at a Taco Bell, right? If you go at the right hour. That certainly was the case. There was a White Castle hamburger uh, place on Northern Boulevard in Queens uh, that was directly across the street from the 111th Precinct House, which existed solely for policing the White Castle. Uh, that place, you ought to see what that line, it was the bar scene from Star Wars after uh, Last Call. Holy mackerel. Anyway... So three co-workers took part in the party, ended up getting fired. One of the uh, workers uh, is suing. She was not a participant, but she's suing the owner of the franchise in Taco Bell. It was also described in the uh, Daily News as Christmas party at Taco Bell turned into a night of debauchery in 2022. And yet, despite the myriad warnings we have had, about behavior at office parties. And I, first, first of all, office parties themselves seem like archaic events for exactly this reason. For this, 100% for this reason. 
because people make career-ending mistakes. It's so easy to get fired in general in modern America. Uh, but specifically, your behavior at an office Christmas party where they're telling you, come on, and we're going to have alcohol. Oh, boy, you're asking for it. I got a job a bunch of years ago, still living in New York. So this is, I don't know, a long time ago. And I started on like December 11th was my first day at work. And the second day at work was the Christmas party, which I was invited to as a brand new employee with all of the old timers. It was an ad agency in New York and it was a big fancy place. This was on the river club on the East river dinner, live band. They were raffling off TV sets and I mean, just incredible stuff, right? I knew nobody. I barely knew the person that hired me. So this is in the booze days. So I'm having a good time. You know, I got nobody to talk to. So I talked to the bartender over and over and over again. <laughs> and uh, I'm standing there. I got a Heineken in my hand, which I never drank, but hey, they were paying. And there's this guy standing, this kind of dumpy guy. He had suspenders. His pants wouldn't stay up otherwise. And he's got a big handlebar mustache like he's, uh, you know, in a barbershop quartet or something. You know, he's playing baseball in 1890. And I'm standing next to this guy. He's got nobody to, nobody's talking to him. So I figured he must be the new guy, too. And I said, hey, uh, I introduce myself. He introduces himself. And he says, what do you do? And I said, well, I'm a copywriter on the Canon account. And I said, what do you do? And he says, I'm the CEO. And I start laughing. And I said to him, I said, oh, I, I applied for that job. But, you know, it didn't really pay that well. Right? Chuckle, chuckle, chuckle. 45 minutes later, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome the new CEO of the agency, Mr. And sure enough, it's Dumpy Boy with the mustache. <laughs> Up he comes. So that's the kind of impression I made at the uh, on day two at the office Christmas party. By the way, he was drinking Heineken's too. And he was, he was, he was uh, elbow to elbow with me at the bar uh, grabbing another one. So you didn't get fired? No, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, but he did, uh, as I remember, I don't believe he ever spoke one word to me for the rest of my time Aww. at that. I mean, I don't think I was snubbed. I just think I was, I was like the fax machine. Ah. I was just like a thing that was there. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, if you can get through your office Christmas party as just being a thing that was there, you've done well. All right, ladies and gentlemen, next hour, why do people hate electric vehicles? We'll get into that. We're going to update you uh, with Alex Stone on the shooting in Las Vegas and a whole bunch of other stuff that will come up throughout the course of the program. We're here to four uh, McIntyre in for John and Ken. Hey, you've been listening to the John and Ken show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.
Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press two. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over a hundred social casino style games for free. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon. Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at AvalonWaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated.